Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Aptera is by far the most exciting startup company in the world for me because, yes, there's this whole push towards electrification, but in my head, there's really only one startup brand, at least in the United States, that I can see that's interested in making self-powered vehicles and there's a lot of doubt and a lot of skepticism surrounding them because they've been around for so long and I think what's annoying me in the Aptera community is that there's a lot of people that just want to see production start and until production starts it's a scam it's vaporware and in my opinion these are the same people that would have doubted Tesla or been skeptical of Tesla and claimed Elon Musk was a scammer back in the 2009-2010 era because a lot of the reasons people claim Aptera is going to fail is because well they've had to delay their products or there's not a guarantee that they're going to make it you know they're still trying to secure funding Tesla went through all of these similar issues and they're actually in a very similar position to Tesla was back in the day Tesla was weeks away from bankruptcy and they received a loan from the federal government that kept them afloat and yes through hardship and hard work they were able to get into production and support themselves through that loan and pay it back with interest early so yes I'm happy Tesla is no longer being propped up by the federal government anymore but a lot of people just, I think, forget about that and instantly assume that, well, because Aptera doesn't immediately have the billions of dollars needed to start production, therefore they're a scam and they are actually just trying to rip everybody off and we keep hearing about delays with production and that means that it's never going to happen. What I want to remind everybody is that good things take time and I definitely think in the EV community there's this obsession with startups needing to start production in order for them to have made it. We just act like, oh, okay, well, they're a real brand now. They're no longer a scam and they no longer fit the textbook definition of vaporware as soon as they have delivered a vehicle. Therefore, because Aptera has not delivered a vehicle, that means they're a scam. Whereas in reality, we've been following lots of EV startups over the past few years. And the truth is, I think what I've learned from watching a lot of these startups is that once you start production, that doesn't immediately solve all of your problems. In fact, it can create whole new ones because when you're in mass production, you have to spend a whole lot more money than when you're in the development phase. Where Aptera is right now, they've laid off a lot of their employees to cut costs. They're not in mass production yet, so they don't have to be spending as much of these other startup companies. But the reason they're taking their time is because they don't want to start production slowly. This is something that they've talked about in interviews. It's something that they've learned from Sandy Monroe, who has helped dozens of startups, including Tesla, and worked with legacy automakers for decades and has all of this industry experience on here's how you bring a product to market. And Sandy has explain to them, I'm sure in more detail than I can, about what happens if you try to start production prematurely. And I think we've actually seen what can happen to brands that try to start production and prioritize that over anything else, like Lucid. Sorry, I know they're the butt end of most of my jokes. But the other good example would be Lordstown Motors. They delayed their production several times and it ended up taking longer than they thought, but they put all of this emphasis towards, okay, we need to start production because we're losing our investors and everyone doesn't believe in us and thinks we're a scam. So, okay, let's actually start production. And they start, and they were only able to make about 50 of them before they had to pause production and realize, oh, crap, we're having a lot of quality control issues with these vehicles.
rules and they had to recall all of the endurance pickup trucks and on top of that once they finally got it tested by the EPA it had really really head scratching terrible efficiency the range is crap and the weight is high and it's actually more inefficient than the Hummer EV which I didn't even think that was possible for an electric truck but they somehow found a way to do it on a truck that's a lot smaller than the Hummer why is the range so bad why is the efficiency so bad well I have to imagine it's because they're recycling a lot of their existing manufacturing plant and trying to retrofit components and pieces that were meant for a gas pickup truck not an electric one and also a lot of rushing things to market well the investors want us to start production everyone's saying hey you're a scam hey you're not real so okay let's start production so that we please everybody but then you can't build as many of them which means you can't secure revenue as quickly and they're probably losing money on every truck they deliver and we're seeing a fairly similar story with lucid air no they haven't been stopping production as much as endurance or doing as many recalls but the first few lucid airs that were delivered were definitely riddled with software issues and a lot of original lucid air deliveries had to be taken back for service several times over and over and on top of that lucid is still burning through cash and none of their vehicles are turning a profit even with their super high prices and on top of that they have demand issues so there's definitely in my opinion a wrong way to enter production and i think it's very wise for aptera not to jump into limited production and that's part of the reason that they're in the securing funding stages right now is because they're trying to make sure that when they do start production they start building fast and they have high yields from their carbon composite pieces and they're working with cpc over in italy on mass producing lots of different components of the vehicle and then shipping them to san diego for final assembly and they're trying to get everything right and optimize for high volume production so that their vehicles have decent margins and they're not running at a loss as soon as production does start and i think the other huge advantage aptera has over a company like lordstown or lucid is the fact that their vehicle is so much more simple six main body components only a couple of wheels a couple of seats and a substantially smaller battery pack than any of these other startups you know lucid started with battery packs like 118 kilowatt hours and lordstown is well over 100 kilowatt hours in their battery packs those are not cheap the battery pack is typically the most expensive part of an ev and aptera is starting with a 40 kilowatt hour battery pack so i'm not saying they're going to be profitable the second they start production but because their vehicle is inherently way more simple they don't have a paint shop to worry about lucid in lordstown and rivian they all have to have these very intricate complicated paint shops all that require complicated permits and paperwork to get approved because of how inefficient a paint shop is and how bad it is for the environment there's all of these inspections that have to take place aptera gets to bypass that by relying on forged carbon composites as well as vinyl wraps and those vinyls don't even take up a huge portion of the vehicle so they're very easy to apply very cheap to apply and by making a vehicle with a much smaller battery pack that's far more efficient to build that means that the cost to build each unit is going to be substantially lower for the aptera than it will be for lordstown or for lucid so the path towards profitability or the number of vehicles that aptera has to ramp up to is way way lower than that of what these other brands have to ramp up to before they actually start turning a profit which works in aptera's favor because they're mass producing a two-seater which is already not inherently you know as big a demographic as say an suv or a pickup truck but that's the other thing that annoys me about all of the skepticism around aptera is that people say oh they're a scam or they don't exist but then unrelated start to complain about well they're a scam because no one's going to want to buy that vehicle even though we have evidence that is literally not true there's a huge growing community of aptera fans and that's why they have over 
over 42,000 paid reservations and growing, not shrinking, unlike Lucid, who had under 30,000 reservations when they were reporting those numbers. And by the way, that's like 30,000 reservations on vehicles that are not profitable. Aptera, way easier to become profitable because it's so much cheaper to build, requires so much smaller battery packs. Like their entry-level model in particular has 25 kilowatt hours. That's less than a quarter of the number of cells that Lucid needs on each of their vehicles. But even so, the Aptera has more demand than the Lucid does. Probably the same story with Lordstown, to be honest, given how weak the specs are on the endurance truck. Really just meant for fleet buyers, but the Aptera is appealing to fleet buyers, as there has been some deposits put down for fleet orders, and it's more desirable to everyday consumers because a lot of driving is done with just one or two people in the car. And people, I think, too often try to bunch the three-wheeler market into, okay, well, the Aptera is just going to be addressable to people who buy motorcycles or people who buy two-seaters. Whereas the truth is, similar to Tesla in the early days, I don't think we truly understand what the market demand is of the Aptera just yet, because there's never been a vehicle that is self-powered before. We've never made a motorcycle or a three-wheeler or an EV that doesn't need to be plugged in, hypothetically. Yes, you can plug it in if you want to, but Aptera, in my head, is the first of its kind. A solar electric vehicle that can get 30 to 40 miles of range per day just by sitting in sunlight. That's never existed. That's never been on the market, where you have a vehicle that is hypothetically free to charge, free to drive around, and now you just have, like, tire maintenance and windshield wiper fluid, essentially, to worry about. There's never been another vehicle on the market with cost of ownership that low, not to mention the starting price of the Aptera being incredibly low anyway. So, sure, it doesn't qualify for the federal tax credit, which is a bit of a bummer, but with vehicles, you have to factor in cost of ownership, because people do not buy them and just let them sit around on their property. People buy vehicles to ride in them and drive them around and use them. And if one vehicle costs nearly nothing to drive around, and another vehicle, whether it's electric or gas, has an operating expense, and we've seen in states like California, electricity can be very expensive, like back home we're paying still close to 100 bucks a month for electricity on our very efficient Model 3. And with the rising cost of grid access, there will still probably be more price increases on electricity in the future. I think there's going to be a market and there's going to be a ton of demand for an affordable vehicle that is capable of charging itself, which is why I don't think you can compare the Aptera to other vehicles on the road. Not to mention it's substantially safer than most other motorcycles or three-wheelers out there thanks to their massive crumple zone, their side impact protection from the rounded body, and the incredible durable carbon composite that the body is made out of, far stronger than that of what most cars are made of on the outside, aluminum or steel, which dents and folds up when in an impact. Their forged carbon redistributes that impact a lot better. So they've got a safety emphasis, they've got an efficiency emphasis, and they've got an affordability emphasis. This has a ton of demand. So I don't want to hear people say that, no, the company's going to fail because no one's going to buy these things. We have statistical evidence that that is not the case, but I'm not trying to say here that Aptera is guaranteed to succeed. I'm just saying that it's probably going to take longer than what we would like. Although Aptera has told us that the ATVM loan that they've applied for from the federal government is enough funds to secure everything they need for mass production. But of course, a loan is not as ideal as just a straight cash investor, which is why they're still working really hard with investment groups and trying to secure enough cash so that they can accelerate the production of the Aptera and not have to wait around for government loans because those take longer and they're a bit more problematic than just having cash in the hand. But that's something else I really respect and admire about Aptera is unlike other brands that like to IPO and go public before production has actually started, they've tried to keep it semi-public where everyday people 
can invest, but because they're not listed on the stock exchange, their stock price is not constantly fluctuating. Their stock is locked in still at $10.50, which I think keeps them a lot more honest. You know, before production has started, I don't think they want to come across as we just need to push positive narratives so that our stock goes up. And that's how you run into the Trevor Milton situation where he was telling lies and being fraudulent in interviews in order to keep the stock price up. When you keep the company kind of private, but allow in certain investors through certain resources like Republic and Insurance, that allows the stock price to stay the same. So the company is not motivated to push tons of positive narratives all the time to try to artificially inflate the stock price. No, because the stock price is just staying in place for them. And I think it always gets a little fishy when a company that hasn't delivered a product yet is publicly traded because now they care a lot more about their public perception and they are more motivated to push false narratives like Nikola did so that they can artificially boost their stock price and say anybody can buy this. No, Aptera is being a bit more smart about it even though Chris Anthony has run several brands in the past that went public. He knows how to take a company public and he intends, I think, in time to make Aptera public once production has started. But right now they understand it's just not the right time for that and they're comfortable with just doing the accelerator program which has gone amazingly well and they're on their path to actually exceed more revenue from that program than they originally sought out to get and they're not sitting still they have already taken delivery of all of these autonomous factory floor robots that will carry the vehicle through its assembly line process and they've been posting updates from cpc group in italy showing the giant metal pieces that are going to stamp out the body composites of the aptera so i guess what annoys me is like i've been following ev startups for a while i can smell scams okay i can tell when a company doesn't actually have much concrete like actual plans or like real investment going on they're not actually buying equipment or mass production and what amazes me about aptera more than any of those others is the fact that they haven't ipo'd and been listed on the stock exchange so that they can try to get a bunch of people to buy in but of course they're a startup so they still need investors but they're trying to do it in a more responsible ethical way while simultaneously being as transparent as possible i'm not a very big youtuber and yet the ceo of aptera and their chief of design was willing to come on my channel and they've been willing to come on channels that are much much smaller saving green got to do an interview with chris anthony and a factory tour and he just has barely over a thousand subscribers and they've had statements issued and their chief of design and their ceo come on aptera owners club channel several times he just has a little over 10,000 subscribers have you seen the ceos or chief of staff come onto youtube channels and answer any questions i will mention that when i got to interview aptera's ceo there was no preface they did not say you're not allowed to ask about this you're not allowed to talk about this there was no contract that said i had to ask certain questions which is what i know other ev startups have done because they're a public company and because they're listed on the stock exchange they're like oh don't ask about this or i can't comment about this no they listen to their community they incorporate things that we ask for like the dc fast charging and they're willing to talk to us and give us real answers when we have questions about pricing or the composites or the build timelines and i think chris has been incredibly transparent in saying like yeah the most frustrating thing about this is we have this incredible product you know that is safe efficient and affordable and we're trying to get it to market and people don't want to invest in us you know we're trying to seek big whale investors so that we can get production started and we could build more prototypes to do more flashy things which is ironic because i see a lot of people in the aptera community say oh why don't you build more delta prototypes or why don't you do more crash testing or more range testing 
And yet Aptera is like, we could do that, but we don't want to because we want to use that money that it would take to build those prototypes on actually getting the vehicle into production. They actually don't care about how much it may boost their street credibility or, you know, releasing prototypes would probably help their stock price if they were publicly listed because that would make them look good in the press. See, we have real prototypes. See, it's finalized. Let's let more and more YouTubers check out our Delta prototypes or let's do more range testing and that kind of thing. No, they care more about using those resources towards getting the vehicle into production, even if it makes them look worse in the short term. I admire that. I respect that. And there's definitely some scam companies out there, but I'm just trying to tell you now, Aptera is not one of them. And that's not me trying to say that they're guaranteed to succeed. They're guaranteed to make it to market. That's not true. There's some risks involved here. It's a startup, of course. And there's definitely a chance that they won't make it. My point is, if they don't make it, it's going to be because of lack of investment and lack of federal government support. It's not going to be because not enough people were interested in the vehicle. It's not going to be because they're a scam or failed to execute. Aptera's team, in my opinion, is far more passionate than any other startup because they tried this back in the day. The early Aptera prototypes back in 2008 had a very similar concept of just making the most aerodynamic, efficient vehicle possible, and they couldn't get the funding they needed, and they sold out too much of the company to investors and leadership that tried to take the brand into different direction, and it was poor leadership, and it bankrupted the brand, and most people would just take the L there. The company went under, and they died, and most people would just say, okay, that sucks, we failed, moving on, and Chris and Steve did do amazing things after that, but they realized, no, this is important. We care about making a sustainable future, and we want to make a self-powered vehicle because we don't see other brands doing it. So they bought the IP again after failing initially. They know everybody saw that story unfold and they know that that was very public and it didn't work. And yet they chose to reuse that branding, reuse that name, Aptera, and said, we want to try this again. We are passionate about this and we want it to succeed. So we're going to try as hard as we can to get this thing to market. So please don't just go blindly calling any brand that has decent specs a scam without doing due diligence on how transparent the brand is, how hard the brand has worked, and basically what I've seen is there are people that are excited and believe in Aptera, that they're trying their best, not necessarily that they're going to succeed, but their intentions are genuine, and there's people who don't know about Aptera that haven't researched them fully and don't know what they're doing, so they call them a scam. And because you haven't done your research and because you're confused by the brand, you just assume, oh, well, I don't know what they're doing, so they must be a scam. You're scaring away potential investors that could help make this brand a reality. And even if it doesn't work out, I think Aptera has still done incredible things like push so hard for the NAC standard to be adopted that originally started with them and then Tesla opened it. And now these automakers are jumping on board with it. But that originally was kickstarted through Aptera pushing Congress to make the North America charging standard the default port. So even if Aptera goes under, we still owe them a lot of credit for that. And in more recent interviews, Aptera has said that they're considering commercializing their solar roof technology that they've put on their vehicles and even selling out their battery module tech because they have supply chains already in place for that and there's some smaller players that are looking to buy battery modules that they can't mass produce themselves. So Aptera is already looking at ways so that they can start commercializing their initial IP and hopefully use that money to help start production of their three-wheeler vehicle and ramp up to high volume. So I think they're being really, really wise. Essentially, if I could start a company today, I would do everything that they're already doing. But don't put them in the same boat as your Nikola's or your Alpha Motors or those companies that just come out with renders randomly on a website and say, see, here's our EV. No, Aptera is a heck of a lot more real than those guys. And that's why whether they fail or succeed, 
I will continue fighting for them because to me it's much more than a brand. It's a way of designing a product with efficiency first and if they don't make it then I hope they can at least prove to another big brand whether it's Tesla or Ford or Rivian or GM that there should be vehicles like this. There should be a hyper aerodynamic vehicle with an emphasis on safety and a composite build and solar charging so that it doesn't need to be plugged in. I just want the product to exist. I don't really care who makes it and right now Aptera is the closest at making this product a reality so that's why I'm going to support them. And thank you to everybody supporting this channel directly. It seriously helps us out a ton as does just watching these videos. So thanks again. Have an excellent rest of your day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.